Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The series of lies Santos told making waves through Washington and his district. His tales included pretending to be Jewish, previously calling himself a proud American Jew. Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Santos brushing it off with this response. I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jew-ish. But there are more, including a false story about his mother dying in the 9-11 terrorist attacks. My parents were both down there uh, the day of the attacks, and uh, fortunately none of them passed. And fake career credentials. Did I embellish my resume? Yes, I did. And I'm sorry. He originally said he had a college degree, but later admitted, quote, I didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. I'm not resigning. Mm-hmm. I have to leave Congress, guy. It's going to be by a pink slip by the voters November of 2024. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he is something. I can't figure out if you admire him or pity him or what. He's he's not just your typical politician embellishing or making up. He's a whack job. He's one yes. of those people yeah. that, um, that gets some sort of weird thrill out of lying because a lot of his lies... We're not, are unnecessary. I mean, they're just, you know, he's one of those people that lies about things that don't benefit you anyway. You just get some charge over out of having lied. Yes, some of it benefits him, obviously, but not all of it. Yeah, so I I just, I think he's untethered from reality. He's one of those people who has a a childlike, wow, you know, it just occurred to me, virtually all children are like this, but you grow out of it. He has a childlike inability to differentiate from uh, truth from from fiction or 
he doesn't have the maturity to go ahead and admit the truth when the fiction would be better. He's there. He is right there. Wow. So <laughs> I just saw him up on CNN. So they've got the voting going on, you know, for Kevin McCarthy, and they're getting into round seven. The seventh vote is about to start. Um, and That's exciting. S- and so Santos is one of the voting members, and nobody's talking to him. And he's just kind of wandering around, and he's walking around in the back and looking at his shoes because he doesn't have wow. any friends. Nobody wants to talk to him because he's such a freaking weirdo. Um, he, oh. he claims he's a gay man married to another dude, but the New York Times tracked down the guy that he was claiming was his husband, and that guy's not his husband. So it's not clear if he's actually married to a dude or even actually gay. Um, who knows? He wasn't wearing a wedding ring yesterday when he was wandering around in the house. But so here's the latest one that I really like. So uh, one of the things that he ran on was ending the eviction moratorium. He thought that that was horrible and how punishing it, and me too, and how punishing it was to landlords. And, you know, landlords have got bills also and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Here's one yeah. of his tweets from back in the day when he was running for office. Will landlords ever be able to take back possessions of our property? My family and I, nearing a one-year anniversary of not receiving rent on 13 properties, three exclamation points. The state is collecting their tax, yet we get zero help from the government. Um, he's about to get evicted from him. From He lives with his sister. She's about to get evicted. He's couch surfing with her. She hasn't paid rent in forever. He and his family do not own 13 properties. They own no properties. That is wow. a complete lie. Wow. The, uh, we need to just let's start at the basics. Is he a homo sapien? He <laughs> appears to be. A human. Yeah, he has since admitted that they not only do not own 13 properties, they do not know, know any. Uh, and he didn't work at Goldman Sachs, and, and he didn't work at blah, blah, blah. And did not graduate college and may not be married to some dude. And Oh, and so he claims that um, he's quite wealthy. That was part of his thing, too, is he's a self-made gazillionaire, which is often something we really like on the Republican side. You know, I do. Um, claims he's worth... His financial disclosures that you fill out when you run for office claims his net worth is between $2.5 million and $11.5 million. That's a pretty wide range. And has a condo in Rio de Janeiro worth a million dollars and blah, 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 blah. And he's got this home and everything. Well, it turns out he's couch surfing with his sister. No. Nobody can nail down that he owns any of this stuff or that he has any net worth whatsoever. Although he lent a tremendous amount of money to his campaign. Somehow, Which yeah. he then spent on an extraordinary amount of airfare. Yep. And hotel stays, which you never do for a local race, a, a yeah. congressional race. Yeah, so he might have some money. I don't know. You know, once you catch a guy lying about everything, it's hard to know what's true and what's not. <laughs> he has announced that he will not seek re-election, which I find hilarious. Or he will. He announced before you're sworn in for your two-year term, <laughs> you will not seek re-election. <laughs> One and done. People don't want to overstay my welcome. <laughs> Besides I'm being Catholic, a hubby, but I'm also Jewish. Yeah, and saying right. when they when they find out you're not actually Jewish, to go on cable TV and say, "I never said I was a Jew. I said I was Jewish." <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what's it? That's an especially childlike thing, though. Who would ever think anybody would buy that? Oh, you said Jewish, like tall-ish or <laughs> heavy-ish. No, nobody would ever buy that. <laughs> Wow, what a, you know, mocking the guy is fun, but I'd like to see him studied at the university level. Oh, yeah. It would explain Brian Williams and Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's pretty weird. 
Some of it was pretty good calculation. The whole, my family has 13 properties, and we're not allowed to collect any, you know, and they don't have any properties. Yeah. And, you know, I think this also gets to a certain extent to the disappearance of smaller media, local media, local newspapers, all that sort of stuff that quite possibly would have caught this thing back in the day when you'd have had somebody in wherever he's from looking into these things and have caught it while he's running for election. Wait a second, you have 13 properties? Okay, let me check that out. Where are they? Yeah. What's interesting is there is a local paper in his uh, neck of New York, and uh, it's a Republican area, and it's a Republican paper, and they said this guy's a crackpot and a fraud, but he got elected anyway, which is interesting. But getting back to his fabulism, uh, I would like to know at what point... It goes from, like, innocent, like, okay, you were a good high school football player. You claim you're all-conference. Nobody cares. Go ahead. Nobody cares what you did in high school football. But at the point that Dick Blumenthal says specifically and categorically when I was serving in Vietnam, when he was serving stateside after multiple deferments and, and, and went through high, powerful channels to make sure he never set foot anywhere near Vietnam. When he said, when I was serving in Vietnam, we learned a lot of hard lessons. That is when it becomes weird and pathological. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's verifiable. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm troubled by the reality of memory. I think that's one of the great not understood things of humanity that once we nail it down is going to send us all screaming into the woods when we Undoubtedly. all when yeah. we all realize that practically everything we remember about our lives is distorted either a little or a lot and i had an example of this recently where um uh, and i've i've done a lot of reading about this in the last couple of years cuz i'm fascinated by it there's a there's a famous russian novel from the 1800s so this goes way back before we've done any brain tests or anything like that it's a famous russian novel where um uh it's uh, fiction but it's the idea of 5 8 i don't remember how many people witnessing a crime and them all having different memories of what they saw. Well, we now know that that happens all the time with eyewitnesses. So it's not just your memory from when you were eight years old has changed over time. Your memory from the shooting you saw yesterday, you, for a variety of reasons, your life experience, your prejudices, whatever they are, um, all kinds of different things affect the reality you took in at the time. So then you add into it the memory and how it changes over time to fit your life narrative. What percentage of what we all believe about our things is within, you know, 50% of accurate at all? You know, the the part about remembering your own life is too disturbing to contemplate. So I'm going to move on to this. My example I mentioned, I I came across it and I didn't I didn't interrupt one of my brothers, but he brought something up from an experience from when we were kids. And I thought, wow, that is completely different than I remember it. And I don't Mm. have any idea if my version is closer or his version or neither one of our versions. But I thought, wow, how many of there are there? where we were both there and you have this memory of it and I have this memory of it and how has it changed over the years and why? That's just freaking fascinating. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. One thing that's incredibly disturbing about the criminal justice system, it's becoming more and more clear that witness testimony ranges from very solid and useful to utterly useless, to to beyond useless. It, It convicts innocent people a lot. 
And that is just so disturbing. And 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 I'm talking about sincere witness testimony. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm People not, who intend to be honest. Yeah, I'm not talking about Santos or whatever weirdness is going on there. You're sincerely trying to remember. So if it's distorted from the moment it happens, for whatever reasons we do that. For most people, not me, but go on. And then over time it changes, they think to fit our life narrative about ourselves or others is why we change our memories, they think. Mm. You add in it's distorted from the beginning and then changes over time. Good Lord, how different is it? You know, as I said to General Custer at Little Bighorn, well, I said a couple of things to him. Damn, that's a lot of Indians. I said, the other thing was my memory is like a photograph, General. You can count on me. I remember you. the first thing you said, see, Indians, you owe me a Coke. That was the first thing you said. <laughs> exactly. I told you. <laughs> we have an update on the, the Idaho killer. Uh, you may not have heard. Oh, He's going to yeah, be in the courtroom today, and we're all going to find out how they caught the guy. And where have all the waiters and waitresses gone? There's a pretty damn simple answer to that question. Oh, boy. Yeah, no kidding. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. So here's an interesting development. So uh, this is happening right now in Washington, D.C., the seventh attempt to vote in Kevin McCarthy as the uh, Speaker of the House. And uh, it's been failing, and I assume you've been following that story. And if you haven't, you probably don't care. But anyway, so this guy is speaking right now. I don't know. Uh, All I know is I looked up at the TV and I saw the Republicans standing up and clapping for this dude. And I thought, oh, okay, let me check out a little bit of this. And I listened to it. I thought, well, this is pretty impressive. I know my first thought was, why isn't this guy going to be running for speaker? He's way better than Kevin McCarthy at this. Um, I don't have his name in front of me right here. They just took it off the Chiron. I think it's James. He's a... um, um, He's a black gentleman, which I only mentioned because there ain't that many black Republicans in the House or the Senate. Uh, uh, but let's let's listen. He's the guy that's nominating Kevin McCarthy right now uh, for the seventh round of voting. And let's just hear a little bit of what he's got to say. We've been working hard for that victory, and there are much more to come. At a cadet at West Point, I learned the phrase, and it's always been my model throughout life, mission first, people always. So he's a West Point cadet, which I find to be an interesting uh, thing and pretty impressive. Um, John James is his name, Representative John James, Republican, Michigan. Here we go. People are left out. Right now, they don't have a Congress to speak for them at the highest level of government. Right now, every individual in this room can concede that the rounds that we've taken is, is not what we told our constituents we do. We told them that we would fight the opioid crisis. For perspective, there's a hallowed monument that my father took me to. My father's a Vietnam veteran. This monument is a total length of 500 feet, nearly two football fields. It's 10 feet high, and the letters are only a half inch. 58,000 names. 58,000 names for a war that lasted years. According to the CDC, in 2021, we lost almost twice as many people as we lost in Vietnam to overdoses. We've lost 600 Americans to overdoses since Tuesday, y'all. We're talking about the debt rising. You can't count how many dollars we spent of our great-grandchildren's money since Tuesday. The work we promised the American people we would do, we're welching on that promise. But I have hope. I have hope that we'll be able to come together, unify, and put the right person in leadership from many one, e plubrius unum. I'm standing here today because I'm the seventh to stand up in support of Kevin McCarthy for speaker. He's earned my trust. The first time we met was in his office under the watchful gaze of a, a Frederick Douglass painting. And he told me in that office, on the eve of the 2019 State of the Union address, that there's nothing that could be said or done during that address that embarrassed him more than the fact that when the Democrat side stood up, they would look more like the United States of America than we did. And he set out not to compromise our values, not to compromise our ideology, but to work harder to make sure that more people with diverse perspectives and different lived experiences could be here. In the very next election, he won 14 seats up from 199. 
And all the seats he won were with minorities, women, and veterans. The very next cycle, this next cycle, he won, and me and my good buddy and classmate in West Hunt helped double the number of black Republicans in the, in the Republican yeah. Congress. So how much better is this guy than anything you've ever heard Kevin McCarthy say? <sighs> I mean, I don't well. know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember, the job of the Speaker of the House is to herd cats. It's to accumulate cash, spread it around, and keep the caucus together. One thing about the House is there, it is so huge. There are 435 members. And, you you know, if you follow politics, most people can't name any. But I mean, even if you follow politics a lot, you can name 20 so there are 400 people that you don't know, and a lot of them are, are idiots. <laughs> a lot of them are like complete morons. You're smarter than them. You wouldn't want to be friends with them. But a lot of them are like this guy. And mm-hmm. But because they don't go on the cable news channel and say outlandish things or have a Twitter account and you know retweet you know, nut jobs, I'll do all the things to get the attention. You don't know about them. Here's yeah. a West Point guy, obviously really sharp, really verbal, that I'd never even heard of. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, and I hate to be cynical about it, is he will be quickly made aware that your job is fundraising and your job is to vote the way we tell you to. Now, is the Republican Party of the near of the present and near future going to be better than Nancy Pelosi's lockstep hold of the Democratic Party? I certainly hope so. But one of the reasons guys like that don't move to the fore is that they're not allowed to. They're told to shut up and get in line. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. And I'm not getting like any patriotic fervor of let's storm the ramparts because of Kevin McCarthy's possible leadership at all. I just just thought it was interesting. You got this guy who I've never even heard of so much more persuasive and eloquent than any of the whack jobs I've been seeing on cable news for the most part uh, spinning their story. Whack-a-doodle tree raises money. It just does. Absolutely. Well, where have all the waiters gone? We have the answers. Stay tuned. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If someone's looking at the housing market, wants to go out and buy a home right now, do they also have to wait the two to three years you referenced for inflation to come down before they feel like they can afford it? Uh, well, housing is under a tremendous affordability shock right now. As you know, home prices nationally are still up about 40% relative to pre-pandemic times. And it's a, bu- a bubble. Uh, it, well, I... Jerome not, Powell said it was a bubble. Well, okay. I, I would disagree <laughs> with, with that. Um, and mortgage rates are high. They're, they were over 7%. They're now above 6%. So, yes, I think the answer, home prices are starting to come back down. But, yes, it will take time to cool down the housing market and return affordability. Is it, is it two years? I, I don't know. But, two years? Um, it, it, could be 12, it could be 12 months. could be 24 months. Yes, the, the housing market currently is, is in its own recession at present. Activity has really slowed down, particularly as mortgage rates rose. Dude is the uh, chief economist of Bank of America there. Two years? Oof. Um, uh, This last month, home sales were down for the 10th straight month, which is an all-time U.S. record. Yeah, I just got a news alert. It kind of flashed on my phone and disappeared. I'm tired of setting records. We keep setting records. Longest this, highest that, most expensive this, you know, in in 10 years, 40 years, all-time. Mm-hmm. Before before you know it, it's going to be the most cannibalism ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The most people seen on the street wearing barrels with straps. Yeah, which is an odd choice, really, in a lot of ways. Um, well, we'll have an update on the uh, Idaho killer situation. Um, some news is starting to break. DNA on knife sheath led police to suspect in Idaho slaying officials say. Interesting. So it is all going to be about the DNA and then connecting the dots with the car and the rest of it. But uh, we wanted to talk about this. We promised it. So let's deliver uh, 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 credit to alert listener JT for passing this along. We were talking about where all the waiters have gone and uh, a fairly new study that got practically no attention in the second half of last year when it came out. Um, is talking about the perplexing state of the labor market. There are currently, the the latest numbers just came out, there are 10.8 million unfilled jobs, just short of the record. astounding. Yeah, it is. A new study published by the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, which is a conservative outfit, 
uh, but was manned by some really esteemed economists, and we'll tell you about them in a minute. They offered a comprehensive examination of one of the labor shortages' main causes, and that is unquestionably lucrative unemployment benefits. And anybody who says that's not true is just a lie. Because that was the number one question. Getting back to something you said earlier, why do journalists not ask the, the most obvious question? Whenever anybody was doing the story of a record number of people quit their jobs last month, the first question to me is to do what? I mean, you got to feed yourself. You got to make your rent. What are they doing now? Well, a lot of them are doing nothing. Well, how is that possible? Well, in the headlines about the record number of men of working age, prime working age, of, are not working. How do they eat? We have a higher pers- uh, a number of men of working age with no job not looking for a job than we did during the Great Depression. So when you have all of the welfare benefits taken together, plus the uh, $600 a week supplement during COVID, which was reduced to $300 a week in the COVID-19 stimulus legislation that passed at some point. But um, uh, the new study finds that under the current benefits regime, in conjunction with other welfare programs, households can earn the equivalent of $25 an hour, assuming a 40-hour work week, by staying home with neither adult working. In 19 states, a family of four with two parents who aren't working can receive benefits roughly equal to a $100,000 annual salary. That's in 19 states. Now, across all 25 blue states choosing to leave the benefits in place, the average unemployment payout for a family of four exceeds $72,000, which is significantly more than the median household income of 68700 so <clears throat> the unemployment payout is higher than the median household income across 25 blue states. And all you, you need to know anything more. N- you don't know. You don't need to know anything more. That's what I assumed, by the way. Uh, turns out it was right. Yeah, there's just enough ways to live off the government, the taxpayer. I shouldn't say the government. Mm-hmm. There's just enough. Way- I shouldn't even say the taxpayer. I should say the people who are going to work every day. So there are enough ways to live off the people who are going to work every day. You don't have to go to work every day. And to be unemployed, you got to look for a job. Well, I think we've all, I've never done it myself, but I, I think we've all known people who have jumped through those hoops and they're not very hard to jump through. You find some job you know you can't get, you apply for. Look, I applied for a job. Right. Sure. Yeah. Now, it is, uh, in what order do I want to make these points? Well, I'll tell you this. The study is authored by esteemed free market economist, University of Chicago professor Casey Mulligan, FreedomWorks economist Stephen Moore, and Texas Public Policy Foundation economist E.J. Antoni. Uh, they conclude, quote, it is now nearly beyond dispute that supplemental employment benefits are reducing employment and that if Congress or the remaining states were to suspend the weekly benefit supplement, several million more workers would gain employment over the summer months. Um, uh, Economics 101, Incentives and Human Nature, they quote the great Thomas Sowell, quote, we should look at economic policies and economic systems in terms of the incentives they create rather than simply the goals they pursue. This means that consequences matter more than intentions. Boy, is that a great sentence and so incredibly true and simple you'd think it wouldn't even need to be spoken, but this means that consequences matter more than intentions and not just the immediate consequences, but also the longer run repercussions of decisions policies and institutions here is the perversion that that gets in the way of policy politicians are in charge of economics and a politician who can for instance take our money i'm talking to you folks 
take your money and give it to other people who'd rather not work or who make the rational determination that I can do just as well or better not working as working because I'm not particularly skilled or ambitious. I'm not going to work. So they make the, uh, the, the conclusion, the politicians do, that the people who choose to live like that will vote for them every single election for the rest of their lives. If you could painlessly build that sort of cement-solid coalition of voters, wouldn't you do it if you're allowed to? That's what the welfare state is to a large extent. Now, I'm not talking about the people who are not able to take care of themselves. I'm more than happy to help them have a non-miserable life, to lift them out of poverty. I'm perfectly fine with that. But the able-bodied, the not the... Uh, what is the great phrase? Not the uh, the hopeless, but the useless. Um, I'm not in favor of uh, supporting them. Right. So the uh, question is, so how much of it is the way you described it? It's people who think, oh, man, um, I'll keep giving them money. They'll keep voting for me. I get to say in power. And how much of it is people who just, I think, have a misplaced view of human nature? So yes. I was listening to this podcast Mentioned Lex Friedman's podcast a couple of weeks ago because he interviewed Kanye for a long time. Lex Friedman's an interesting guy. He's a, um, I think he's an artificial intelligence expert. He's like an engineer or something like that. But he does this very popular podcast where he brings on people from all different political stripes and tries to have uh, a, a conversation with them so we can all get to know each other better. His his goal is, you know, like he had Ben Shapiro on the other day. This is what a conservative is. You know, and he starts every podcast saying, look, whatever your preconceptions are, please try to drop them for the next hour. Try to come up this open minded. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll find out you're wrong about something, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons I like this podcast. And so he had on a guy who I don't remember the name of the guy. I should look it up. But he's like the leading uh, uh, socialist in America, writes books about it, runs for office about it, believes socialism is the best way of government. And so Lex does this thing where he says, come at this with an open mind, drop your preconception. I thought, I'm going to try to do this. I haven't done it in very, very, very long time because I've had my view of com communism and socialism for a very, very long time since I was like eight. As, as I've said, because the first time I ever asked my dad about, well, why don't they just split it up equally? And he said, because then nobody would try. I thought, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And never questioned it again. That's all it right. took for me. Because it's true. Because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and and so the socialist, I, I, I listened to this guy talk, and I tried to come at it with, a, with an open mind, and it didn't last very long because he ran up against the, the iron rule of humanity that I just mentioned there. He, the biggest difference between conservatives and liberals to me is liberals seem to think that human beings will always do their best. They're always going to try as hard as they can and always do their best. And conservatives seem to believe without incentives, people won't. <laughs> and I think that might be the biggest difference between conservatives and liberals. Whether you're talking about crime or work or raising kids or whatever it is, there have right. to be incentives or disincentives to get people to do the right thing. And liberals seem to believe that everybody will try their hardest. So this socialist believed that no, um, uh, uh, everybody wants to succeed and do better and cares about the dignity of work. And we'll so all, and it's just not true. No, he's stoned. It's just, well, I, I think he actually believes it. And I think a wow. lot of politicians believe it. Um, 
And and so you believe this idea, you know, we can we can have these lavish handouts and people will try to learn a skill, go back to school, keep looking for a job. And as soon as they can find that job, they'll quit taking the free handout. I just don't believe that's true. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. Well, and especially when that's economically speaking, an illogical decision in a lot of cases. You wouldn't do it. You'll get cut in pay by taking pay. Yeah, well, I don't think it's true, even if you're going to have kind of a substandard living. I think there are enough people that human nature is, I'll live in kind of a crappy house and drive kind of a crappy car and not get to do cool stuff in exchange for not having to work. Mm -hmm. I think most people, I don't know about most people, but enough people will do that, that you can't have a system like that. You get the benefits up to the level you're talking about, where you can have a decent car and live in a decent place and live Mm -hmm. a decent life. Well, then people really aren't going to look for work. The idea that, nope, the people care about the dignity of work. Are you freaking kidding me? What, what is your life experience that leads you to believe that people care enough about the dignity of work that they would give up the free $70,000 a year, whatever you're talking about, without working a job because I want to provide it myself? Well, that's awesome if you're one of those people, but I just don't think there are enough of them. They've never run into any lazy slackers and stoners and drunks and ne'er-do-wells in their lives. That just strikes me as nearly impossible. There are the true believers, but then there are the, um, you know, the opportunists, the politicians I'm talking about. And they love the true believers because they'll preach that this is uh, absolutely true and good and decent. But the uh, cynical politicians, they just understand if I can cover this clear bribery, with some sort of aspirational speech about, you know, lifting people up and then income inequality, then my tracks are covered and I'll have my permanent coalition of voters. It's so cynical and it's so obvious, too. That's one of the things that annoys me so much is it's not even a clever scam. It's obvious. Well, another truism that has been true for a long time. Socialism lasts until you run out of other people's money. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It doesn't take an expert to see how offering people more money to stay home than return to work would lead to increased unemployment. It's a simple matter of Econ 101, incentives, and human nature. Now you're missing people's lust for dignity. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think of that? Of that Text line 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC, the scumbag murderer, probably, In Idaho, they're going to let us know how they caught him and all that sort of stuff. Maybe we'll dig into that. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. So we've been waiting for this to find out that uh, guy who killed those four Idaho college students. How did they catch the dude? Well, they they they, they got the information out now. Yeah, not shockingly, some of this stuff is chilling. Uh, investigators looking for the killer of four University of Idaho students assembled an array of evidence that led them to their suspect. All of this is coming out in court practically as we speak. DNA on a knife sheath found at the scene. You know, before I even get further into this, 
it's worth pointing out the cops who have been criticized and assailed and have kept their mouths shut, even as family members of the victims have said, what are they doing? Are they doing anything? I mean, right. these people are upset justifiably. Of course, they were putting it all together, and they had to keep it quiet until they got their man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, they had DNA on a knife sheath that was found at the scene. That had um, to be a mistake to leave that behind, I would assume, because the knife is missing. You know, I'll go into the details. In court records made public uh, after the suspect, Brian Koberger, arrived back in Idaho to face murder charges, investigators wrote that a tan leather knife sheath was found on the bed next to one of the victims in the rental house where they were found stabbed to death. The sheath, investigators said, had DNA on the button snap that was linked to Mr. Koberger through a comparison with his father's DNA. I would assume that was through a uh, uh, genealogy website. Right. Uh, They don't have anything like a motive yet or or haven't detailed it. They said a review of surveillance footage from the neighborhood of the murder showed that a white Elantra similar to the one Mr. Koberger drove was seen several times in the neighborhood of the killings between 3.29 a.m. and 4.20 a.m. The vehicle made three passes by the residence where the killings occurred before returning a fourth time at approximately 4.04 Wow, even without the DNA stuff, I think they would have. That's that's a pretty big piece of evidence right there. The vehicle was seen 16 minutes later departing the area at a high rate of speed. One of the surviving roommates in the house told investigators that she was awakened at around 4 a.m. by noises that sounded like one of the victims was playing with her dog upstairs. Then she heard someone say something like, there's someone here. The roommate told investigators she looked out of her bedroom but did not see anything. Later, she said she thought she heard crying from another room, then heard a male voice say something to the effect of, it's okay, I'm going to help you. Oh, boy. Okay, jeez. The, the roommate reported looking out her bedroom door again after that and seeing a figure in black clothing and a mask covering the mouth and nose walk toward her then to the back door. The person had, quote, bushy eyebrows, she told the investigators, a detail that they later concluded also matched the suspect. The roommate said she locked herself in a room. It's unclear why she did not call 911 at that time. Oof. Authorities were not called to the scene for several more hours. Wow, a creep. Creepy guy walks right past her after she hears weird things and she doesn't call the police. You know, I have more to say, but no more time to say it, so we'll be back on this tomorrow. Check your clock, it's time to stop. Jack and Joe, they've got to go. And if they don't get canned, they'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, I have some guesses of why they might not have called the cops, yeah. I'm sure you do too. Anyway, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the day. Our technical director, Michelangelo, will lead us off. Michael, final thought? Oh, good. This is going to be good. Hey, Jack, you ate a cinnamon roll, a muffin. It's January 5th. How could you? (laughs) Yes. If you heard yesterday's close of the show, you'll recognize those harsh words. But the tables have been turned. Jack, a final thought? Those words didn't taste as delicious as that cinnamon roll last night. Yes, I mocked Michael for breaking down in days and eating a Twix bar. (laughs) There I was sitting in the parking lot last night eating a cinnamon roll with a fork in my car, having sworn off donuts. Oh, well. You know, I I say this not to brag. I am a humble man, Uh, (laughs) which is something no humble man would ever say. Uh, I am still sober as a judge since New Year's, so evidently, and I believe this is just scientific proof, donuts are more addictive than alcohol. <laughs> oh, boy. That is something. How 
many crazy things are going on in the world right now. Uh. Economics, politics, geopolitics. Crime. Crime. Darn. Wow. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. I'm telling you, I wouldn't lie to you. Go to armstrongandgetty.com and check out the hot links. It's a lot of great articles and interviews and stuff we've talked about and some stuff we didn't get to. You can drop us an email. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, we're like, what, five days into the year and it's already too spicy. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. I'm strong and getty. It's kind of like the ballroom in college. Because I'm high, high, high. Whoa. Come on. Come on. I was wondering, you know, what you felt about that. I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jew-ish. <laughs> oh, congressman. They don't understand the gravity of the situation. They're- yeah, I really don't give That didn't make a lot of sense. Because the logic doesn't add up. If you don't want to follow the rule, get the out. Woo! Okay, thank you all very much. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.